As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Welcome to the My Essential Birth Podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Stephanie. And we're professional doulas, childbirth educators, and the creators of My Essential Birth, the holistic, empowering online childbirth education course helping mothers everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. So join us each week as we share tips and advice for all things pregnancy, birth, and beyond. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to get new content. And head over to www.myessentialbirth.com for more information about our birth course and to join a community of mamas just like you. Hey friend, we have something special just for you. We are so excited to offer a free live birth training. That's right. We will both be there and we want to see you there too. So head to myessentialbirth.com slash register and we'll see you in the training. We have a question for you guys that might throw you off a little bit, but we're really excited to ask it. And that is what is stopping you from having your best birth? She's right. It sounds kind of crazy. What do you mean? But we think we've identified from all our work with pregnant and birthing moms, seven fears that you might be holding on to that could be keeping you from having your amazing birth experience that you've envisioned for yourself. And we want to preface this by saying that this episode was actually inspired by Rachel Hollis. Now, you know, we've talked about her on the podcast episodes before. Love our girl, Rach. We love her. Um, Super inspiring. Totally recommend. It's a great, great podcast. If you get a chance to listen to it, it's called the Rise Podcast. And um, she had an episode recently where it was titled... What's stopping you from making a million dollars, I think is the title. Something along those lines. Right. And she went over several fears. And I'm telling you, as I was listening to this, I was like, these hold true for every pregnant mama. Now, we we did not copy her podcast episodes. So these are very specific to birth and our, um, our personal experience as well as our professional experience. But these fears and this mindset holds true no matter what you're doing in life. Yep. So as you listen to the seven we're going to go over, just kind of check in with yourself. Do any of these resonate with you? Do do you identify with some of the things that we're talking about? And fear not, we're never going to leave you hanging. We're going to have some um, advice for you to follow at the end of how can you work through these fears if you have them. Yeah. And let me, let me say too, like I can relate with several of these fears. So if you're feeling these things, you're not alone and you can also still have your very best birth. Absolutely. So let's kick it off with number one. So are you afraid of this? Are you afraid of outdoing someone you love? What? What does that mean? (laughs) Tell us, Courtney. So let's say that you have maybe a really great friend, maybe it's a sister, and they had their heart set on an unmedicated birth. 
and maybe they even prepared for it and did the classes and did all the things and that's just not how their experience ended up for them and I'm sure they talked to you about it they told you how frustrated they felt maybe they were disappointed um, and and they're still kind of hanging on to some hurt there now here you are pregnant expecting and maybe the kind of birth experience you also want to have and pursue is an unmedicated birth but what happens if you get that what happens yeah. if you achieve that? How does that make her feel? And do you have a responsibility to protect that feeling? Or do you have a responsibility to yourself to listen to yourself and trust your feeling and what you want to do? What This is what we want to talk about. And maybe maybe another way of looking at it is you've got a great group of friends. Maybe you guys kind of all subscribe to the same ideology about things. And you're worried about what they're going to think if this is the kind of birth that you have, whatever you have your heart set on. Um, Are you going to be able to share comfortably that experience with them without them um, criticizing that choice or not being very supportive of your your birth? Maybe you're going to feel like it's not a safe place for you to share the incredible experience that you had. Yeah, and you know, I have another one. In fact, um, we're giving you several examples so that hopefully you guys are able to latch onto one of them and see how this plays out. This fear in different ways. Absolutely. Um, Another one that I had is how about you have a friend who went through birth, not really thinking much of anything, um, had a fine experience, but decided, you know, shared with you personally, I think I really would have liked to do it this way. And as she's talking. That's setting off all of these beautiful lights within you that's saying, yes, that's true for me. You know, yes, that's true for me. Yes, I wanted want you. I, you know, and then if you have that, same thing. Like, is she going to feel like, I, I told her that. That was my dream, you know? Are right. you, is there going to be some guilt there? So along with that, here is our take on it. Number one, you don't have to answer to anybody. Now, we understand that you're close to these people, you love them, you care about them, so there's a respect um, and a responsibility in that sense. However, you also, we believe, truly have a responsibility to yourself to do what's right within your heart, to do what's right for you, for your birth, for your life. Now, I will say, um, even though these things can be sensitive, somebody that loves you and cares about you and appreciates you will support you gladly through these experiences, no matter which way you decide to go. I feel like a broken record. I say this a lot, but you, you're probably not going to give birth all that many times in your life. You could probably count them on one hand, right? And it's your responsibility to be able to birth in such a way that you don't have regrets about, well, I wish I would have tried this. You know, I wish I would have pursued this kind of birth, but I was trying to protect you know, my friend, my sister, whoever, you having an amazing birth does not invalidate the experience that they had. Absolutely. And in fact, in some ways, you sharing what was possible for you and what you were able to do, it might be healing in some ways for them. And um, and that's kind of their own path that they have to go on if they're still trying to work through the baggage that came with a birth that wasn't great. But you have a responsibility to yourself and to your baby and to your just your experience in this life to to live out the best that that you can to have the best experience that you can. Yeah, and along with that though, I think sometimes and I think this is important to say, sometimes what we perceive somebody to be thinking or believing or saying 
when they're not saying it directly to us and what is actually going on inside of their head are two very different things. Mm-hmm. So we can think that they're fe- they must be feeling this way and, oh, I'm this terrible person and all that, when really they're like, wow, that's amazing. And if she can do it, the next time I am going to do that. That is going to be my plan. I remember when we were struggling getting pregnant for years and I had a number of friends during that time who would make pregnancy announcements. And even though I was maybe a little sad that it didn't happen for me, I was thrilled for them. Just because something good has happened to someone doesn't mean that that something bad has happened to you. You mean you were a good friend? (laughs) (laughs) But you are going to find people out there who, um, you know, I don't think pregnancy announcements should be made public. It hurts. It's hurtful to the people who are experiencing fertility. I think that's their own thing to deal with. Totally agree. If you can't be happy for something good happening to someone else, that's your own work that you need to do. Yeah. I I could not agree with that more. You, You guys, some of you guys know that we've been dealing with some secondary infertility And that's exactly how I feel. Like, I know even when I do hear that friends close to me are pregnant, the last couple times, for whatever reason, has hit me hard. I can't help it, but it is my thing. And I absolutely 100% am still extremely happy for that person. Mm -hmm. And I let them know it. So I, you know, I try not to put that baggage on anybody that is my thing. So totally agree. Yeah. All right. Fear number two is the fear of failure. Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) Wah, wah. You're worried that you're going to put in all this work and get your hopes up high and do the things to prepare and get your heart set on this amazing birth experience that you want to have only to be disappointed. That's a legit, I can understand why you have that fear. I have that fear with a lot of things. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm, I think this totally needs to get reframed though, because um, I think you would have to define failure. And you would have to be able to define. Ooh, that's good. Right? Like yeah. what that birth, what it looks like for you. So we have an, a really neat game within, um, this might sound kind of silly, but we have a game within our birth course and it teaches you all about um, how to design the birth that you want. It, it gives you all the options that could be a bit available for a birth and you have to pick and choose um, which ones you desire most and then we bring you through a couple exercises that like, okay, but if this happens or if this happens or if you had to make a decision here, which one of these would you be willing to change? What mm-hmm. does what does success really look like for you? It helps you define success for yourself. What would be your total ideal? And I'm confident that we can get we can get our moms there. However, we also need to be careful to define failure too. Yeah. We we want you to focus on success, but define failure. What does that actually mean? And I love that I love that game, that exercise within our birth course because it kind of helps to shift your perspective on things and help you really get some clarity on what does that mean? Right. Well, and this is something that was really big for us from the very beginning, designing a birth course, is we were not going to push women into one kind of birth or another. We believe that all women all over the world in every way that they want to give birth is valid in their decision. And so this is, I mean, we had a podcast about the medicated versus unmedicated. What does fear and success really look like for you? It does not have to be that you went all natural and gave birth in the woods. And it doesn't have to be, (laughs) right? We talked about that a little. And it doesn't have to be that you went to the hospital and had all the things and you didn't have a say in your experience. You know, you have a lot of choice with all of this. And the goal is to give you a voice to give you, make sure that you've got your informed consent so that you understand what each option really entails, and then to give you the power, right? That's like the, the point of all of this is to give women power in their birth experience. 
If there's anything I've learned from self-development over the last few years as I've done that for business reasons and just, you know, improvement, personal improvement reasons, it's that it is never a good idea to make fear-based decisions. Absolutely not. (laughs) That's always going to keep you from having a more optimal experience. And so if you're making a decision of, I don't want to really go for this because I'm worried I'm going to be disappointed. That's a fear-based decision. That's You can kick that to the curb. Yeah. And we, I mean, we're going to actually get into fears, like legitimate fears <laughs> in a second. We'll, we'll explain a little bit more about that, what that means. Um, but I think like for myself, um, so my first ended up as a cesarean birth, and I've talked about this before, but as I was preparing for my next ones, I, I had like fears that like I couldn't do this and what would other people think you know all of this like the trying and not succeeding and the fear of like I've been telling everybody no I'm doing this natural no medication and all this and what if it doesn't happen and with my second it didn't happen I I took the natural birth course I did all the things and yet we ended up I mean I had a, a medicated birth I had a vaginal birth after cesarean so um but it was medicated and in my mind for a split second it was like but that's that wasn't the birth I had planned for. Mm-hmm. And so it felt like defeat. But it was shortly after that I was like, but I pushed that baby through my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that was success for that birth. And that was yeah. amazing. Anyway, so I guess I would encourage you, if that's a fear you identify with, I would, I'm afraid that what if I, you know, purchase the My Essential Birth course, put in the work, do mm-hmm. all the exercises, follow the assignments, and then I don't have the outcome I want, kick that to the side. I want you, if you're going to have a fear of something, have a fear of regretting that you didn't, you didn't pursue that. Don't have that fear though. <laughs> fear of regret? Yeah, yeah. Well, that you didn't pursue, like, like pursue it. Yeah. Don't have that fear because you were pursuing it. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, fear that you're going to have regrets. So don't have regrets. Oh yeah. Okay. I get it. Yes. What Courtney said. Yep. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Fear number three that we feel like a lot of women have, and this one's going to sound crazy, fear of success now in a different context. We talked about the first fear was fear of outdoing someone you love, right? But fear of success because it's unknown and it's unfamiliar. Yeah. Um, What happens if you succeed? What happens if this does go really well? I feel like this one especially applies to women who have already had a baby before they've given birth it didn't go the way that they had hoped for whatever reason but they know what that feels like they've been through that mm-hmm. experience before and so now they have an idea of what they'd like to see happen um but it's an unknown there's a lot of unknown quantities there and it's so funny people will and this applies to many life situations they will cling to the fight they'll stay in a state of financial despair. They'll stay in a bad relationship. They'll stay in all these things because it's familiar Familiar. to them. It's comfortable to them. They know it's their day-to-day. It's what they're dealing with right now. And they know that I know how to get through this. I know how to maneuver through that. And, And so people will cling to what is familiar. So I guess my question is, are you afraid of the unknown? Because success in birth is always going to be in a place that you're currently unfamiliar with. Absolutely. If you, yeah, 
that you, yeah, you said it perfectly. You've got to strive and push a little harder if you want something better. That works in life, but it also works in birth. You have to do the work. Yep. If you feel worried or anxious about the unknown, I'm telling you to be careful because you could unintentionally self-sabotage. Yeah, that's that's real. And along with this, let us breathe some more life into you that you can do it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you can. it's if we can do it, you can do it. I think that was like my number one thing that got me into this whole birth space in the first place is I was like short. I had the odds against me as far as doctors told me. Like I had I I could like list all of these things that I just felt like oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to complete the task. But then I did. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, if I can do it, like there was nothing special about me. You can do it. You can do it. And I just started looking at all these women thinking, I've got to tell the world. Now, mind you, I know some women don't. Some people don't want to hear all about that. But I, I couldn't help it. This became a passion. And I know that's the same for Courtney. It's like, mm-hmm. if I can do this, so can you. And we've got to tell you how. If you know you want something more from your birth experience, you're going to have to dig deep and find the courage and the faith to go after that and to step into the unknown and to figure out, you know, to step into yeah. to step into success, which for you might be currently unknown territory. Yeah, when and, it comes to birth. and along with that, like that is what our community is about. We hope that you know that from us, from listening to us, from following us on Instagram, that like, that's the goal. We want to get you guys to a place where you feel confident in your birth experience. That's right. I feel like the next fear that we have kind of sort of melds into this one. In fact, we considered separating them and maybe we should have kept them together, but it's fear of the unknown. What if I choose an epidural instead of going natural? What if I had that fear? I did. Yeah. Well, I, I, yours was, that can go into the next category of legitimate fears. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think it was more of, here I was pregnant with my first, and I was choosing and planning for an unmedicated birth, but there was always that fear in the back of my mind, yeah, but what if getting the epidural is better? Ooh. Like, what if, what if I would have a happier, more enjoyable experience if I chose the epidural? And and I'm gonna have to make a choice. I can't have both, right? Yeah. And so I I had that fear. Which one? How do I know that this birth that I've chosen, this path that I'm currently on, is actually going to be what I'm gonna like best? Another fear, kind of an what if scenario, is what if I've chosen the wrong provider? What if I should have gone with those nurse midwives instead of this OB? What if I get the wrong OB on call and not the person I want? What if I would have done better in a birth center instead of a hospital that I've chosen? It's hard because you, you really can't, you can't have both of those things. You can't give birth in two places at once. And so for me, that was a legit fear. Like I, what if I'm not crafting an experience that's going to be the best for me? Yeah, or what if I choose to have a doula in my space, or what if I don't? What if I have GBS and I don't want to take the antibiotics? Or -hmm. what if I have GBS and I do take the antibiotics, but I know the risks regarding thrush? Or the what ifs for pregnancy and birth, I think, are never ending. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's like a choose your own adventure. And by the time Mm -hmm. you're done, you're going, I don't know if that was the best way to do each and every single thing. You know, it's funny, too, because um, we have a girlfriend of ours, and she talks about, and I think it's part of the birth course that she teaches, but she talks about the birth fairy 
and you never know what the birth fairy is going to bring. And I love that analogy. (laughs) I love that thought because it's so true. It's like you can plan for your best birth, and that's why we talk about birth plans and stuff. And actually in our course, it's called a birth map for that reason because you can make a plan, but it doesn't always stay the same. But I just love this idea of like the birth fairy. She's then She comes flying in, and she's like, oh, you're having contractions that are three minutes apart and one minute long, and for an hour, it's time to go to the hospital. And then you get to the hospital, and they're like, you're only two centimeters dilated. So there's birth fairy's plan is a little different than yours. Or, you know, you continue on, and you end up getting admitted, and um, your water breaks on its own, but it breaks at, like, five centimeters, and that cushion's gone, and things are a little more intense now. Well, you got to make some other decisions. Or maybe when the water breaks, now there's meconium, and so you wanted that baby immediately to your chest, but now they have a NICU team coming in, and you're not sure if you're going to get to hold that baby right away or not. Basically, birth changes every time, and it's from pregnancy to pregnancy. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, from mother to mother. It's just different every time. And so I think it's important that we don't let the fear of the what-ifs take hold. No, and that's why I love some of the exercises that we have. I love that we call it a birth map because there are many different paths to get to the one goal, to get to the, and you can be thrown, you know, a construction sign suddenly in the road and you can still make some decisions that are going to lead to that goal. So I think here, if we're looking at how do you counteract this fear, it's number one, you need to be aware of what your decisions are. Number two, and Stephanie already talked about this priorities game that we play in the course, but you need to be given some examples of different scenarios that you're going to be faced with so that you're comfortable making decisions on the fly that you feel are the going to get you to your end goal the yeah. best. And, we'll, and we're going to end on that. Um, at the end of this episode, we're going to get into a little bit more details about the work, right? Yep. Um, The next fear that we have for you is that you have some legit anxieties. This one is real anxieties, real legit fears. You want to give us some examples? Yeah. So a legitimate fear is worrying about um, something that could actually go wrong and lead to a terrible outcome, right? So, um, and not maybe not too terrible, maybe I shouldn't be that dramatic about it. But in other words, you are legitimately concerned um, because you were told you have a big baby that if this baby doesn't fit through your pelvic area, that you were going to have a cesarean. That is a legitimate fear for you um, brought up by a provider and it has some backbone to it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So um, the other could be like some big event, like my husband or my partner is going out of town the week before my due date. I'm afraid they're not going to be here. That's a legitimate fear because that can actually happen, right? Um, A NICU stay can be another one, and maybe it's a fear that you've had because you've had a previous baby in a NICU. These are... So these are different from the previous fear of, you know, the unknowns, the what-ifs, am I choosing correctly, in that these are things specific to you, and you've been given cause either by your provider or circumstances that this could be an applicable situation for you. Right. Not just an array of all the what ifs in the world that you're picking from all over the space in your mind. (laughs) These are, like she said, a little more specific. So now remember, um, we're going to send you back to episode five, where we talk about positive affirmations, our find it and flip it exercise. If you go to that episode five and you scroll all the way to the bottom, we have that find it and flip it exercise that you can download. We can attach that as well to our show notes for this episode too. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but in, if you go to episode five, it tells you exactly how to do the exercise. Um, this is a very powerful exercise to get on top of those fears, not just on top of them, but to completely switch them around and give you power over them, which is huge. 
So that was fear number five. Fear number six is your fear of being an imposter, something Rachel calls imposter syndrome. It's a fear of being unworthy. Yeah. Like, who am I to have this most incredible birth? Like, why why would I deserve that? Why would I deserve that over my girlfriend or my sister that tried so hard and didn't get it? It's interesting because as I've done a lot of um, personal work, as I've mentored a lot of different um, people, I've realized that at the root cause of most of the trouble we create for ourselves in this life are a fear of being unloved and a fear of not being worthy for something. And it's so interesting to me that you can trace everything back almost entirely to those two things. Trying to help you get to a place where you feel loved just for being you, where you feel completely worthy of all the good things and all the good experiences and an amazing birth, that that's something that I'm not sure that we can help you on from from here. I feel like that's a very individual thing. All we can do is reaffirm to you that I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've been through or what your life circumstances look like. You are worthy of love and you are worthy of an amazing birth. As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot, totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, just breathing that life towards you guys. You, you have the power within you to create the experience that you want. And the only thing in your way is yourself most of the time. And so don't let that happen. Reach deep inside yourself and go for those things. Go for those deep things that you know to be true and start writing them down and start believing it because you can do this. You are absolutely strong enough. You are capable. You're totally the kind of girl. I see you. You're the kind of girl who can totally pull this kind of a birth (laughs) off. Um, Each of you are. So please just whatever work you need to do there in that space, if you need to write affirmations all over your bathroom mirror, if you need to make a recording of yourself saying these things over and over, I am worthy. I am worthy of loved. I am loved just for being me. I am capable of this kind of birth. I am strong. I am deserving of those things. Whatever it is you need to hear, do it on repeat and do it often. And I promise because we we are the voice inside our own mind and you listen to yourself. If you can start to make your voice instead of one of criticism, one of encouraging your own self, that's, that's power right there. So yeah. say these things out loud. Listen to you saying them. It's far more effective if you're the one saying them than somebody else yeah um okay and what's that whole thing like 
you're, you always talk about what you think about, you bring about, right? Mm-hmm. But I know there's like a saying that goes along, like, be careful what you think because it'll become what you say. Be careful what you say because it'll become your actions. Be careful what you do because it becomes part of your character. Mm-hmm. You know, your character makes up your life and that life, like, anyways. So, I, I mean, it's true. It's true. If you can change your mindset, which I know that you can because I have done it several times before. I know Courtney's done it, so we mm-hmm. know you can do it. So when you change that mindset, oh, the power, <laughs> right? Like, you, there's nothing you can't do. Instead of looking at a group of women who have maybe achieved the kind of birth you hope to have and think, I hope I can be like them. I, I, wish, I wish that my birth would turn out that way. Start to phrase it into um, as if you've already achieved that. I am, you know, and maybe you want an unmedicated birth. I am an unmedicated birthing mama. I am capable of this. I am so grateful that I achieved this kind of a birth. And do it as if it already happened. That was really powerful. That is very powerful. All right. The last fear that we have for you, number seven, is fear of putting in the work. Oh boy. (laughs) Let's talk about this. Let's unravel this a little bit. Are you afraid? And I can relate to this. Do you look at the work ahead of you and you know how hard it's going to be? Do you know how much time it's going to take, how much effort, how much energy, how much devotion it's going to take from you? You look at that mountain and you're like, I, I, this is a mountain and I don't want to climb it. Is that you? Right. If you're looking at the birth that you want to have, I was just going to use that analogy. I love that we're on the same wavelength. If you're looking at it as a mountain to climb and you are sitting there staring up at this giant mountain, are you going, I'm sure the views are spectacular from up there. I'm sure it feels amazing to reach the top. But I'm I'm not naive. I can see what it's going to take to get there. And I just don't know if that's what something I want to do. Yeah. Is it easier to get up, make sure that you're doing your pregnancy exercises every day, make sure that you're doing your relaxation, that you're doing meditations. Is it easier to do that or grab some ice cream and watch Netflix? Oh, I can tell you which is easier, easier, which is more attractive, (laughs) right? But with that end goal in mind, which becomes more important to you? You have to decide that. And I promise you the view from the top of that mountain is gorgeous. It's spectacular. There's nothing like it. You will feel amazing. It is worth every bit of effort that you put into that climb to get there. I promise that. Yeah. Okay. Back to Rachel Hollis. I've got to throw this in there. I'm sorry. But she, her and her husband just did a climb here in Utah where they climbed the equivalent of climbing Mount Everest. Let me explain. So they climbed a mountain, a steep uphill mountain 13 times. I believe that's correct. 13 times. We'll say 13. It might be more. Okay. They climbed it 13 times. And the 13th time when they hit the top, that was the equivalent of climbing Mount Everest. Now they did it within 36 hours. That was the goal, right? So I want to put this to you guys, this as a visual to you. If you're looking at a mountain in front of you, the size of Mount Everest, and you're looking at that and it has to do with your birth and you're like, there's no way, there's no way I'm going to hit that top. Stop looking at that mountain. And I Mm -hmm. want you to look at a smaller one and say, but can I climb this one? 13 times. I can want I that. Commit, yeah, can I commit every week to watching an hour of the videos within my essential birth and doing the homework assignments? Can you commit to that? Right. Can I, yeah, can I commit to doing the assignments every week? That, uh, how little or how big they are? Can I just do this one week, one day, one hour at a time? Can I do that thing? Break it down into smaller pieces. 
They say eat an elephant one bite at a time. I know you guys have heard that. It's cliche, but it's absolutely true. Can I nail my nutrition goals that they give me in the course every single day? Can I put it on my fridge and make sure that happens? Can I promise to myself that before I go to bed, I'm going to listen to the um, confident childbirth affirmations? Can I do that much? Just take it one step at a time. It's, it's good to have the vision of the birth you want ahead of you and to visualize that happening. But if you're starting, if it's giving you anxiety, if you're looking at it and going, that's overwhelming, I don't know if I can get there, break it down into smaller steps. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's, that's what anybody does to really achieve a big goal. So again, if other people can do it, so can you, we just, we want to, we want to let you know that we're rooting for you. We're, we're on your side. And if you are feeling like things are overwhelming, that's a time to reach out to somebody that can help. And we're part of your support community. That includes us. You get on Instagram. It's at my essential birth. You send us a DM. You say, this is where I want to be. This seems overwhelming. How do I do today? And we will, I I have no problem. I know Courtney doesn't. We will get in those DMs and we will write it out for you. We have a lot of free resources that we can point you in the right direction. If we feel that it's something that's going to be within the course. We'll be honest and we'll let you know that too. But we are here as part of your support team. So as you think about these fears that we've talked about, the seven fears, which one or which ones, maybe there were multiple, resonated with you? Did you identify with any of them? Are you going, yeah, I think I have that fear. And if so, I want you to spend some time thinking about why. Why do you have that fear? And once you feel like you have a legit reason why, I want to ask you, what are you going to do about it? So the important part of all of this is hopefully if you fall into one of those seven categories, which it's likely you do even in a slight bit in one of them, um, make sure to take that time to get on top of them, grab power out of it. Don't let it control you anymore because you can do this. Hey friend, we have something special just for you. We are so excited to offer a free live birth training. That's right. We will both be there and we want to see you there too. So head to myessentialbirth.com slash register and we'll see you in the training. All right, mamas, we will be back with more tips and advice soon. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe so that you get notifications first about new episodes. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for more information on the birth course and to join our online community serving pregnant mamas just like you.